the surprising word to me that I apparently have been pronouncing wrong all my life was merely. I have been saying merely. Every time that I record an audiobook, I notice all kinds of things that I wish I had said differently. Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet writer, speaker, and teacher Sarah L. Sanderson and editor-in-chief of Christianity Today, Russell Moore. Press play to hear Sarah Sanderson compare recording to being in confessional and discover why Russell Moore purposely did not prepare to record his audiobook, Losing Our Religion. Enjoy. Hi, this is Sarah L. Sanderson, author of The Place We Make. Basically, I wrote this book because the story of Jacob Vanderpool broke my life open, and I just had to write it down. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be confessional. I say in the book that I've never been inside a wooden confession box, like in a Roman Catholic church, but this little sound booth feels awfully similar. So I just have to thank my director, Shireen, and recording engineer, Josh, for listening to all of this confession. It's been good for me, I think. There were lots of names that I had to ask my director how to pronounce, but the surprising word to me that I apparently have been pronouncing wrong all my life was merely. I have been saying merely, and it surprised me every time I had to be asked to do it over. I'm excited that listeners will hear the heart and the emotion behind my words. I didn't actually specifically prepare for the recording process, but I guess I would say there's two life practices that have been preparing me all along. First, I read my writing out loud constantly during the writing process. I mean, I, I'm stopping and rereading out loud all the time. I really try to write for the oral out loud experience. And second, and this maybe is connected or why I do the first, my brother Abe is blind and I have been reading books out loud to him pretty much my entire life. So I think both of those things helped prepare me to do this audiobook. I actually don't think I needed anything in here that I didn't have. I'm going to rephrase this question slightly and say what I wouldn't bring with me. I definitely did not need a sweater. It is very warm in here. And also on the first day, I chose sparkling water, and that was just a little too bubbly. I'm not actually sure about dream audiobook narrator, but I will say I mentioned Jennifer Lawrence in the book, and if there were ever to be a movie version, she's who I would want to play me. I don't listen to very many audiobooks, but my brother is blind and he listens to tons of audiobooks. And he said that his two favorite audiobooks of all time are The Hobbit and The Tattooist of Auschwitz, which I have never read, so I'm going to have to check it out. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. What do you notice around you at this moment? Someone's shoulder, perhaps, as they brush past you in the bookstore? Library shelves? Tired bodies folded into subway seats? Your grandmother's quilt draped over your toes? The edge of your beach towel? Or the ever-shifting edge where sand meets water? Wherever you are in the world, whether surrounded by evergreens or palm trees or a thicket of office towers, 
whether sitting in a waiting room or an aisle seat or nestled on your living room couch. Thank you for bringing me along to this place you call here. My name is Russell Moore, author of Losing Our Religion, An Altar Call for Evangelical America. I wrote my book because I was encountering a lot of people who wondered if they were crazy. They're looking around at everything that's going on in the name of Christianity, and some of them feel ready to give up and walk away. Some of them are brokenhearted and don't know what to do. And so this book was really a message of you're not crazy. What you're seeing is real but there's hope for a different way. If I had to describe what it was like to record the audiobook, I would say frustrating in some ways because every time that I record an audiobook, I notice all kinds of things that I wish I had said differently, but of course by then it's too late. And so it's frustrating in that sense, but invigorating in terms of getting to work with some really gifted people on getting this book out there. When it comes to pronunciation, a lot of the problem was that I'm kind of torn between Mississippian standard English. So as a kid reading Chronicles of Narnia, for instance, I always pronounced the word S-A-T-Y-R as satire instead of satyr. So I had to change it to the real usage for this one. We also had a difficulty with a word that I had written in the final chapter about whether or not I would have walked out the back door of my church. And it says, through the F-O-Y-E-R. I know that word is supposed to be pronounced foyer. (laughs) And I also know that in my church growing up, it was the foyer. So I knew if I said foyer, it would sound ignorant. If I said foyer, it would sound to me pretentious. So I just cut it out altogether and just said, walk out the back door. My favorite section of the book to record has to be the final chapter because I think that the conclusion really sums up the meaning of the book and sums up the hope that's in front of us. Reading that conclusion helped to remind me, reminded myself of the things I most deeply believe in and why it is that I really am not despairing or cynical about the future. I don't really prepared to read an audiobook because I find that if I do, I'm going to be sort of stilted. Enough time has passed from the writing of the book to the reading of it that in some ways it's like reading something new because there's so much that I've forgotten over time. And that actually works for me. It helps me to encounter the text as though I were looking at it for the first time, like the reader or the listener would. If I could choose anybody, living or dead, to read the book, I would have to say, not because of his name, but simply because of his voice, it would have to be Billy Graham. 
And by that, I don't mean that Billy Graham would have written this book or would have agreed with everything in it, but just that that voice brings with it so much authority and also brings forward so much hope in me that if I could choose anybody to read it, it would be him. My favorite audiobook is one that I can't listen to anymore because I don't have a CD player. And it was on an old set of CDs. And I found a version that can be streamed, but this version takes out what I consider to be the best parts. The book is Michael Beschloss's Reaching for Glory, Lyndon Johnson's Secret White House Tapes, 1964 to 65. And what I love about it are the actual recordings of Lyndon Johnson and especially Lady Bird Johnson as they're talking to one another. It gives a captivating vision of a period of great upheaval and change in the country. And it also is amazing to see what a shrewd political strategist Lady Bird Johnson was. And so I love listening to that. That's probably my favorite audiobook. I usually listen to audiobooks when I'm driving, especially when I have a long distance to drive. And I find there are certain kinds of books that work for me as audiobooks and certain kinds of books that don't. Fiction doesn't work as well for me when it comes to audiobooks because my mind tends to wander a little bit. And so it has to be a book where I'm able to come right back into the story. So if it's a complicated narrative, say a mystery or something like that, it's going to be really hard for me to listen to that on audiobook. But I can listen to biographies really easily, essays and memoir really easily. And so that's what I usually choose for audiobooks. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. Something was happening at the Vatican, though I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was another revelation about sexual abuse cover-up, or maybe it was another contentious synod meeting. All I know is the feeling I had when I saw a woman I knew to be a serious Roman Catholic post, with no commentary, an old music video on social media. The video, R.E.M.'s Losing My Religion, was from 1991, far long enough time for a musical hit to be unrecognizable to most people under a certain age. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.